from them. Everything. Podcast. I'm your host Wayne, and with me today is not Adam because he's a douche. No, because <laughs> because Adam is actually out of town. He went drive to I believe he's going to Florida to go to um, some Disney kind of, probably. No, it's Dragon Con. He's at Dragon Con, I think. Oh, okay. Oh, wherever you're at right now, your mic setting sounds great. By the way, thank you. That's awesome. Yours too. And by the way, you are the Rum Guy. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. And we poked and prodded and woke this man up, sort of, again, like we always do. Mark, <laughs> Mr. Mark Flanagan from over there in the far-off reaches, which we call the UK. Hi. Uh, you you hear you how enthused he is to be on the show? He is excited. Uh, uh, he's a stand-in guy. You're not the he, he, stand-in guy. I just saw you were... You had posted something on Facebook, and I was like, you know what? I'm going to send him a message and see if he'll come on the show. Always happy to. Always happy to. That's right. And, and, and that's what I like about you. You're always ready to come. And, and he wanted to come on to tell us about his amazing concert experience. Yes. Oh, you bastards. Hey, there's nothing wrong with it, man. There's nothing wrong. you got to you know, let your hair down every once in a while. It's all good. Family tied back at that particular concert, I will say. Was it now? You weren't. Yeah. You weren't like thrashing to the to the mad notes. Well, for the listeners out there, I had the misfortune of going to see Fallout Boy accompanying my beautiful partner, being as they of all time favorite band. Hey, that's awesome. Yeah, it was <laughs> awesome. <laughs> who who opened for them? Uh, some douche band called New Politics. Ah, new politics. Absolute oh, shit. Absolute shit, huh? Oh, I've, honestly, e- even the like die-hard little tiny Fallout Boy fans who were stood at the front were just staring in amazement at the shyness of this this band. It was unreal. <laughs> uh, now that's, that's got to be hurtful to 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 Miss Vicky right beside you. She she loves the band. No, it, new politics. She even hated new politics. Oh, too. really? She is a diehard <laughs> Fallout Boy fan. Well, that's because she pre- prefers the old politics. More well, I don't, I don't know if you know this, but there is a video of you on YouTube <laughs> uh, on the shoulders of somebody just singing out loud and screaming. I know what, uh, you know, he, you were singing all the songs. Uh, uh, <laughs> it, was, it was amazing. I, I, was, I was just completely flabbergasted and... Uh, it's going to be great when you know. We'll, we'll make sure we put a link to that to the website. Yeah, we'll, we'll edit it up and stuff and make sure you're there. You know, a few tiny holes to that theory. One, ninety-nine <laughs> percent of the audience were entirely comprised of fourteen-year-old girls. 
two, I was probably the oldest dude in the building, if not like one of the only so dudes s- in the building. So security was really looking at you. Yeah, the whole time, because he was surrounded by young 14-year-old girls. <sighs> See, I come on this show, and it's fucking abuse time after time. <laughs> horrible man. Yes, 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 but you love us, so that's why you do it. So well, other than that, how's it? things been going? How oh, things have been going? Not too bad, actually. Uh, the band's getting rolling. Uh, just uh, accepted a fresh gig for the first gig back since we had a bit of time off to get some writing done and reassess the members of the band. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's, it's all going good. Personal. Yes. You got a, got a new album coming out, or are you working on stuff? Yeah, we're writing the second album now, so it's, oh, uh, awesome. it's come together. Well, Rum, you would know these things if you actually were on the show when Mark came on last time. When he was, uh, I'm, you, I'm a busy man. and he was actually a guest, you know, instead, I apologize. Of, instead of saying, you know what? I'd rather go out and get drunk than be on the show. That's cool. I understand. It's disgraceful. Did you hear? I've actually heard that cast. Did, I had some did, words did, for you that. Did Fallout Flan just call me disgraceful? Yes, he did. Wrong. <laughs> Flan boy. Um, nasty man. <laughs> so are you going to call him Fallout Flan boy now? I, I might. At least, I might. Hey, at least he's got your name Flan in there. Usually it's, he calls you like Michael and shit. So, you know, at least it's something. Fuck it. Well, it's good. My songs know what you do in the dark. What's that? Is that some sort See, you know songs. My missus is pointing at the laptop laughing right now, knowing that you know Fallout Boy songs. <laughs> <coughs> yeah, because I completely miss that. Honestly, right? I've, I know more lyrics to Fallout Boy songs due to overplaying in my house, and in particular my car, <laughs> getting hammered to death. I know all the lyrics to all the fucking albums. It's better than some of my own favourite albums. It's disgusting. Where have I come? That's just because you're a huge fan, dude. No, it's because I'm hand-packed. <laughs> well, hand there you go. Oh, you love her, though. I do love her. She's a lovely woman. Yeah, As, She's quite close to me and has objects that she can hurt me with. <laughs> <laughs> um, before we really get into the, you know, the meat of this, meat and potatoes of this show, uh, but Adam is actually not with us, like I said earlier, and he is... Um, I have this little clip that he sent me, and I'm going to play it right now so he can be a part of this show. I have no idea what it is, and it's scary. So I'm It is kind of scary. So now we're going to play it. Here you go. Hi, folks. This is Adam on the road to Orlando, coming to you live from the roads of Tallahassee. Metal or something. I don't know. <laughs> In any case... Since I'm not going to be on tonight's show, and I'm not going to be on the weekend show, the Monday show, whatever you want to call it, I just thought I'd call in with a special edition of Adam's Quit Being a Pussy, or whatever we'll end up calling that. I really, I feel like it's clunky. I feel like it doesn't flow well. What, what, write in, folks. Tell us what you think I should call my Quit Being a Pussy segments. But really, I think people should quit being pussies. In any case... I just thought I'd share with you a story that I've been reading about lately. Somewhere in North Carolina, there's a nine-year-old boy named Grayson. Now, Grayson is into My Little Pony. Now, My Little Pony is very popular right now. It's popular with kids. It's popular with dipshit 22-year-olds that want to pretend that they 
like things that they don't like because it's ironic, except that's not really what the word means. And those people are pussies, too. In any case, when it comes to the kids, fair enough. Whether it's a boy or it's a girl, I don't get it. I didn't like My Little Pony when I was a kid, but hey, it's popular right now. Whatever. Unfortunately for Grayson, he is the only... Well, the story doesn't say if there's any girls that like My Little Pony, but he is the only boy at his school that uh, doesn't like my... or that does like My Little Pony. And so, as you can figure, this led to Grayson being bullied. Uh, I don't know how many kids it is, but it's apparently a massive problem for Grayson, who then went to his mother, who then called the school, and what the mother was told, tell the kid, don't, don't bring the backpack anymore. Now, I'm making it sound kind of short like that was their immediate answer. From what I understand, they tried to figure something out. But ultimately, they told her, look, if you don't want the kid to get bullied, stop making him, letting him wear the things that people are going to bully him for. So I have two thoughts about this immediately. First of all, well, I guess I have three. First of all, I am totally against shaming this kid for liking My Little Pony. The reality is that I, I've been picked on my whole life uh, for liking things that I'm quote-unquote not supposed to like and not being cool and all these other things. Uh, even as a child, I can remember going to my father and telling him that I wanted a She-Ra uh, which I considered an action figure, but he considered a doll. I wanted a She-Ra doll for Christmas because I was into He-Man. And I can remember the look on my father's face, and I swear to God he thought I was gay until pretty much the time he caught me and Squirrels doing it in my room. We didn't walk in, he just... We were noisy. In any case... <laughs> in any case... Um, I've been picked on a lot for, for liking things. I, I still constantly hear people saying that there's something wrong with me because I'm a nerd, you know, whatever that means these days. I like comic books. Uh, I love Disney, whatever. Um, so I'm, I'm against shaming anyone for liking what they like. If you don't, if it's not animal torture, don't care. Don't give a fuck like what you like, be who you are, I don't believe in guilty pleasures, fuck that, I like Dancing Queen by ABBA, that's right, I dance to Dancing Queen, it doesn't make me gay, it doesn't make me weird, I just like the song, fuck it, point two, the reality is that there's not a whole lot a, your school can do to protect your kid from bullying. If you've ever been bullied, you should know this, but the reality is, is that even if they stop the kid from being bullied in the classroom, there's all the times when the kid isn't in the classroom, on the playground, when he leaves the fucking school, or she, kids, obviously, girls bully other girls quite a bit, usually emotionally, whereas dudes tend to just beat the shit out of you. But in any case, you can't really stop kids from bullying. Which leads to point three. 
Enough with the horse shit anti-bullying campaigns. Look, I get it. It sucks. You love your kid. I don't want your kid to be bullied either. But the reality is, is that in life, you will be bullied. It doesn't stop when you're a teenager or a little kid. It doesn't stop when you're in college. It doesn't stop. That's life. We're making these kids, here, here's how I go back to the title, pussies. You cannot remove the obstacles from life. It doesn't fucking work. You're making these kids weak, and when it comes down to it, and they're actually called upon to do something in life that requires real effort or requires them to overcome an obstacle, they won't be able to because they're pussies, and you, either as a parent or a guardian or a teacher, have left them unprepared for life. So what can we do about bullying? Well, you can go to your kid, whether he's huge or he's tiny, I'm sorry, I keep saying he, she as well, go to your kid and tell them that it doesn't matter what other people think. I know it's, it sounds cliche and I know it sounds very simplistic, but you have to teach your kid to be okay with themselves, to not expect um, people to, to be kind to them and to really understand that it, in the end of the day, you're responsible for your own happiness and your own sense of self-worth. And the other thing you need to do is teach that kid to defend themselves. Now, I don't necessarily mean physically, although I highly recommend you teach your kid how to fucking defend themselves physically, because guess what? Male or female, something's gonna fucking happen. Especially if your kid's a girl, because there's a lot of fucking sick, psycho, murderer, rapists out there. And the last thing you want to do is have your 16-year-old fucking disappear off the street after she just went to her fucking best friend's house to watch, I don't fucking know, Teen Wolf. Anyway, um, but also teach them to defend themselves emotionally and verbally. Teach your kid to have a sense of humor, to learn how to verbally spar. Do you know how I got through life as a fat fuck? I learned how to verbally spar. I learned how to hurt people emotionally. It's not a good thing. I try not to do it. I try to be mature and realize that you can't just go off on people and injure them whenever you feel like it. But that's because, at least at this point in my life, I'm not a total fucking psycho. Teach your kids to love themselves. Teach them that you love them. And teach them how to defend themselves. And that, ladies and gentlemen, is how you solve the world's fucking problems. Or one of them. Not all of them. Teaching your kid to defend themselves emotionally won't help with, like, world hunger or nuclear weapons and shit like that. But it's a good start, I think. So I'm Adam, and that's Adam's Quit Being a Pussy. And it's amazing he did all of that in the bathroom. I, isn't that crazy? God only knows what. <laughs> there is something wrong with that boy. Yeah, but uh, at least he had pants on this time. Yeah, you know, you know, he, at least he says he had pants on. We have no idea. It was actually finger paint. He told me beforehand that he was wearing pants, but I doubt it. But uh, <laughs> I appreciate him sending us that, even though he's not here. So, uh, Mark. Yes. The Flanagan. The, the sexiest man in the UK, voted the sexiest man in the UK by the, the Blind Association. By, by the Blind Association. 
Hey, they might not be able to see, but their sense of touch is second to none. <laughs> this is true, my friend. This is true. And God knows that you've touched them. Hey, I, I was a passive, passive person. All the touching was entirely done by the Society for the Blind. That's beautiful. It's kind of like that, that uh, Lionel Richie video with Penny. What is that the song? Penny lover. Penny lover. <laughs> Oh, I addressed him as a face hello video. Yeah, that's hello, isn't it? Uh, oh, it is hello. You're right. Wow. Again, another band uh, or group I didn't know you were a fan of. You're, you're a big fan of Lionel Richie and Fall Out Boy. Yeah, exactly. Right. Oh, hold on. What is this? I just see a post speaking of Twitter and, and, and noticing that they're on Twitter. This is not a joke, by the way. Fall Out Boy guitarist on 30 years of Spinal Tap. Vicky's just showing me the video on Conan right now as we speak. <laughs> right there, man. We go from Penny Lover to Fallout Boy all over again. <sighs> Can't believe you cunts brought that fucking band up. <sighs> it's not my fault, man. It's not my fault. I didn't actually bring it up. That was rum. And you know how he is. You know how much he really likes you by not showing up on shows. I'm, I'm, I'm surprised I got him to stay on while you were here. <laughs> really, I'm I'm not the one that left. You know, took took care of the pizza and took a piss. I had to answer the door. Sorry. Ah, Lord. Lord have mercy. Lord. Howard Stern wouldn't have answered the door. No, he would not have. Yeah. Well, you know what? If I wouldn't have answered the door, they would have continually knocked, and we'd have had on my door for like an hour. Not knocking on Wayne's door. Yay! Yay! <laughs> <laughs> and that hurt. Anyway, uh, Wayne, you said you had a couple of topics you wanted to talk I about. Actually, yeah, I just found this a little while ago, and I thought it was the most incredibly bad taste idea I've ever heard in my life, okay? The, a DC abortion clinic, or actually, the DC abortion fund now offers to its monthly donors a monthly donor of ten bucks in support. You get a you get a clothes hanger pendant to go on your necklace. Fuck off! I swear to God. Are you serious? Yes. That is so <laughs> freaking macabre and gross. Dude, it says DC Abortion Fund offers coat hanger pendant to monthly donors. And it, at the bottom it says these aren't these aren't the most traditional abortion pendants. Really? Yes. <laughs> the funniest thing is though, the second you said DC abortion clinic, the first thing I thought of was Batman and Superman doing the job, <laughs> R- ripping out, like Superman ripping out the the baby, using his X-ray vision to make sure he's done correctly. Well, you know, and he does he does his heat vision just to do the incision so it cauterizes right. Right, right. Well, well, Batman would only would only be able to punch them in the stomach, so you know. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, how it's, fucked up is that, dude? Batman is, catches a baby and he goes, "It's a baby. <laughs> I have a baby. It's a baby, and I'm Batman." <laughs> the Batman voice. <laughs> but yeah, dude, when I read that, I was like. Holy shit! This is definitely an impog topic. That's so insensitive. I so, dude, I so want to donate just to get one of those fucking clothes hanger pendants. Oh, that is, <laughs> that is so effed up. I would not support that. 
I mean, come on, dude. I would not support that. Show me tough to your friends. Right, look what I got. I would only do, I would only do ten bucks just to get the goddamn thing, and then I'd be done. You know what? You know what? You know what people are going to do. These guys are going to do that and think they're doing a great thing, and they're going to get the pendant and then give it to their their girlfriend or wives for their Pandora bracelets at Christmas time. Oh my God, dude, that would be hysterical. What is, do you have the Pandora bracelets things up there and uh, up in uh, above Canada? Do you have those above Canada? He's nowhere near Canada. <laughs> You know, up in the UK, do you have the Pandora bracelet thing? Uh, yeah, we have charm bracelets. Yeah, it's the same thing. Well, the yeah, it's, it, they call them Pandora. The, the big ones are Pandora bracelets. They're like five hundred dollars for a freaking pony on a on a chain, and you have to keep buying these five hundred dollar beads. It's ridiculous. So it's like Pokemon cards for rich women. Yeah. Pretty, yes. Pretty much. Exactly. Yeah. That's sick. And then they all gather at Books a Million and sit on the floor with the fourteen year old boy and. Play, play their cards. Let's <laughs> battle. Really? They start, oh yeah, I finished you. I got a clothes hanger. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I ripped your combat. That would fatality. She's like, oh, she's like, look, she's like, look, look, I have a little fetus one. Oh yeah, I finished him with my clothes hanger. <laughs> it's like a weird scheme of paper, rock, scissors I've ever seen. Yeah, it's like, okay, here you go. Fetus. Oh, yeah? Clothes hanger. Done. Rock, paper, <laughs> fetus. Rock, paper, fetus. God, it's awful. Awful, uh, awful, awful. But it's really uh, fucking funny. Hey, on that note, um, this really doesn't tie into this at all. But uh, it kind of ties into the guitar thing that uh, we were talking about before with... Uh, you know, with Spinal Tap and stuff, it really doesn't really tie into that either now that I think about it. But uh, today is the anniversary of the death of Randy Rhodes. Wow. Yeah, that's a lot posted on Facebook and stuff like that. That's sad. It is extremely sad. He was an amazing guitarist. He really was. Yep. Absolutely. Hideous looking guitar, but amazing I guitarist. I can't say that. Yeah, that guitar was pretty badass for its time. I love the Flying V, don't get me wrong, but the freaking, what was that, polka dots he had on that thing? Uh, no, it was a spiral. No, it wasn't a spiral, it was polka dots. No. Yeah, I'm looking at the, I'm looking at the album cover. Oh, no, that's right, you're right, because, um, uh, what's his face had, uh, has Ozzy spiral. holding Randy Rhodes up in the air, and he's playing this polka dot. Yeah, I'm, I'm thinking of, um, Zach Wall's spiral guitar, the black and white. Yeah, he, which just got stolen, by the way. Nice, why'd you take it? It's Zach Wilde's guitar. Well, true. No, it, it, where, where did it get stolen from? Like, I think it was like Chicago. Yeah. That's fucked up. Yeah, someone, somebody out there, if you know the guy who stole Rand, or Zach Wilde's guitar, either kill him, beat him up, and take it, and please send it to me. <laughs> I will gladly return it to Zach as soon as I'm done with it. Yeah, Zach is a gigantic man. He's huge. And he's very talented. He can certainly fucking shred. He certainly can. He is amazing, and and he he not only shreds on the guitar. He's he's amazing at on on the keys. He's a great piano player. No shit. Uh, he is. Oh my gosh! Uh, if you look up some videos of him, um, oh well, a lot of on the album, uh, his uh, his first solo album. Um, I can't remember. Was it the Book of Shadows? Was that was it called? Zach Wild Book of Shadows. That album. Wild is not encyclopedic, unfortunately. Yeah, yeah sorry. Uh, well, anyway, that he does a lot of the keys on that, and there's uh, videos of him playing. Uh, uh, he played a uh, piano at um, 
what's his name? Uh, the guy, what was it? The, you know, remember the song? What was it? Blind Melon. When that guy, when that guy died. Yeah, Shannon Hoon. Yeah, when when he died, he, I believe, if I'm not mistaken, he played uh, the piano at his funeral. Wow. Wow. Never knew that. Yeah. Pretty. Again, kids learning something on the MHOG. That's right. See, this is what happens when Rum comes on. You learn things. No, you don't. Rum finally comes on. You don't really learn anything. You just let him insult you about being a you know a fanboy. There, Fallout fan. Oh, I have a li- actually have a, a list of the instruments he plays. He plays an electric guitar. Because guitar, of course. He's a vocalist, a pianist, keyboards. All men, all men play with their penis. Yeah. A uh, bass guitar, harmonica, mellotron, organ. Um, he, plays a tran- he plays a transformer. He does. Mellotron. <laughs> he also plays uh, mandolin, banjo, and uh, he is effective on the talk box. Nice. Effective on the talk box. That means he, he's not really worth a shit on it. He just says he can do it. Yeah, <laughs> wow. That's my talk box voice. <laughs> kind of sounds like I had a stroke, doesn't it? <laughs> Stallone voice. Ooh. Hey! Hey! Hey, Mott! <laughs> hey, I passed the under the table. Here we go. Yeah. I'm going to fight you. Hey, that's not a peanut. Oh, I do have some news. Um, oh, okay. Did you guys hear that they were remaking Rocky? Oh, the fuck Why? They're remaking Rocky with an entire new cast. That's stupid. Yeah. It's probably going to be Will Smith. <laughs> no, no, it's no. Be the, who it'll be the dude that played uh, Magic Mike, that dude. Shannon, yeah, it could be him, probably. I don't know who... I, I think it's all unknowns, to be honest with you. It'll, it'll, be, it'll, be, it'll be him, and then all of a sudden they're going to do... It'll turn into not another dance movie. You know, he'll do one of these dance things. It's not another dance movie. It'll be something like that. Of Disney bought the license. Uh, yeah, probably. Oh, dear Lord. Please let it be Mickey Mouse. <laughs> I don't know. Honestly, I don't know who it is. All I know is Stallone went to the set and uh, was talking to the people over there, and, and they say it's going to be pretty much um, just, it's going to be the same movie, just revisioned with some new people. Well, that that's that's what I hate about accurate remakes. I want to see a new interpretation of the original movie. I don't want to see, it's just like the Kind of like Star Trek? Uh huh. Yeah, I knew that was gonna come about that it's, fucker. It's not anything like the the atrocity that was Star Trek the remakes. It's not set even in the same timeline. It's like a an offshoot of timeline. Isn't it? Let's let's not do timelines. <laughs> you see, we we had a huge we, we had a huge argument about uh, about. There is one timeline. It is the Star Trek timeline. That's it. No. There is only one Star Trek universe. No. It is the one that is, and the one that will always be, because it is one story. That's it. No. Oh, well, surely I hate all this. Get around a little I, bit. I always hate that stuff with us. Like, well, this isn't a completely different universe. Why? Why not? Wait, did so we go through a wormhole, and now we're in the parallel universe shit? It's Star Trek. Yes, they slung shot around the sun. They found the dolphin or the whales, whatever. That was about as unless they ripped the hole in the space time continuum, it doesn't make sense. Dude. What better place? It's science fiction. It's science fact fiction. Wait, what were you saying, Mart? What better place for there to be a parallel world story yeah. than in Star Trek? You know what I mean? Other than Doctor Who, obviously. Right. Which is another show that Rum hates. 
I can see. I can see that. I just don't. I don't understand why there's so many freaking doctors. Because they were doctors. And why are they all who? It's not. Apparently, not, nobody knows this guy. It's not really his name. Who? They're all the doctor, and they go Doctor Who. Exactly. That's, that's all. They don't. Yes. Say, they never say his name. No, it's Doctor, and because nobody knows the name, they're like who? Yeah. Because I can't talk right now. I'm in a phone booth, like Bill and Ted. He's not in a phone booth. He's always in a phone. There's a phone booth and everything. It's a police box. It's different. Whatever. It's the same thing. It looks like a freaking phone. Is there a telephone in it? No. Well, there should be, because it looks like the red yes, telephone is. No, there isn't. There's a spaceship in it. There's no fucking There's telephone. not a spaceship in the there phone booth. on that spaceship. I'm telling you no. Oh, yeah, there is a telephone, because he calls. Yeah, okay, you're right. Ah, see? So, oh, whatever, you're so smarty pants. England won American nil. Well, you know, you you guys did make the show. We did? Yes. We made it well. Uh, you made something, all right. At least you did something right. Well, I don't know if that's right or not. It, it just seems very far-fetched to me. And Star Trek seems so real. <laughs> Star So many things came out of Star Trek. So many things we use in practical applications every day. What does like that matter? Com- like the communicator is now. It, w- it turned into the flip phone. But what does it matter? It's still a, a TV show. Yes, it was a TV show that actually formed a pathway through everyday society and became fruition. Now, Rob, I, I think I think you're really starting to overanalyze this now. Yeah, I agree. You see, you see what I'm saying? <laughs> and there's a lot, There's a very very clear line. You've crossed that line. Depends which way you're looking at the line. You know, if you draw a line on a piece of paper and lay it in the middle of the floor, and you stand in front of that line where it's 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 horizontal, if you keep moving, it becomes vertical. So the line changes. No, all your perception changes. The line stays constant. The line is the... The line changes in perspective. Really? Just like the different universes and stuff, you know, in the Star Trek... World. <laughs> How can the line change, but the Star Trek world cannot? The perspective of the line. How can it not change? You know what? <laughs> that you know who else said that that I really disagree with, and maybe maybe uh, maybe Flav will, will figure that. Um, what's his name? Oh, Patrick Stump. Patrick Stump said the same thing. Didn't he say that at the concert? I'm going to beat the shit out of you if you mention his name one more time. Oh, <laughs> I was like, who the hell is Patrick Stump? Who is this man? You obviously seem to know a lot about him. I think you're really a closet Fallout Boy fan, aren't you? <laughs> He's a closet something. I think that closet needs to be opened, Rum. Oh, I swear. I get no respect. <laughs> <laughs> Earn it, Respect has to be earned. It's That's not right. I've paid my dues. And, and to all of our, our our listeners out there, that 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 voice you hear in the background, that that stuffed nosed young lady back there, that that is Mrs. Flan. That's that is the wonderful Vicky. That's the brains of this operation. Yes, it is the brains. It is. Yes. I'm just beautiful face. <laughs> <laughs> You're a beautiful something. Sat here, unshaven, in my work uniform. Nice. At least, well, at least it's not like um, pajama pants like last time. Yeah, I'm wearing pajama pants, but not Spider-Man ones, wearing Batman ones this time. Sweet, that's good. I'm in my work uniform as well. It's classic Adam West Batman ones too. Oh, well, that's fucking fancy. <sighs> I'm, I'm dressed like a member of Gears of War. N- no, he's not. I am. You're not. 
cosplay rum guy. Yeah, well, rum guy. Rum's dressed up as the dead guy. His his arms on the ground somewhere. Half of them's cut in half. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to become a reality soon if Rum keeps getting into these fucking scrapes. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He's going to push something on his head again. You know what? At least I'm not dressed like Peter Wentz. <laughs> I'm guessing that's another Fallout Boy person. You're digging a massive hole for yourself here, Rum, because I'll just wait for the right moment and I'll interject and just chop you down like a tree. I'm just I'm guessing that was another Fallout Boy person. It was, yes. I uh, did have a misfortune to watch Fallout Boy. My well, missus love it. I but you, en- you enjoyed yourself and you know it. It's, hey, there's yeah, nothing wrong with it, man. It's all music, man. Music makes the world go round. Music does make the world go round, and fair enough, Fallout Boy are good at what they do, I'm sure. They are but they're very good at what they do. Taste. It's not my particular taste. To me, it's like scraping fingernails down the chalkboard. Or, I don't know, shoving a car into a cat's anus. <laughs> wow. That, that is going to be the name of this podcast. <laughs> Shoving a car in a cat's anus. That is beautiful. <laughs> Only my English friend would come up with that. Kitty anus car rider. Yeah, yeah. Driven by Mr. Walker himself. <laughs> Texas Ranger? No, Paul. Oh. Too early? Too early. Way too late. What do you think of the new Need for Speed movie? I think I it's, yeah, it looks good. It looks pretty decent, and what I, what I'm very impressed about is unlike the um, uh, what is it, uh, the Too Fast, Too Furious movies or Fast and Furious, whatever the fuck you call them. Uh, unlike them, they are actually not using any CGI in this movie. No, they're not. That's that's pretty freaking cool. It's all real cars, all real stunts. Everything is done. No CGI. Right. I had to take three months off of work. Uh, just to to complete the stunt scenes, but wah, I think wah, it was wah. worth it. I think you'll really like uh, how it came out. You're so full of shit. Who was the main dude? The main uh, actor in this? Uh, Jesse from um, Breaking, from Breaking Bad. Because he was on the uh, last week on Top Gear uh, UK motoring program. Yeah, oh, we uh, have one. We we have oh, that here as well. Yeah. Well, you know how they do this star in the reasonably priced car. Yeah. Not so, well, around the track, he got fastest by a good margin as well in a left-hand drive, a right-hand drive car. Nice. He well, I mean, you'd really have to be a good driver to be in one of those movies. Yeah. I mean, unless it is CGI. I mean, uh, if if you're, you know, I mean, that, that's like a dream come true. You're going to pay me to act in a movie where I drive expensive, fast cars? Yeah, really. It would. I, I mean, I love cars of all descriptions. Yeah, you like to show up cats' anuses. Oh yes! Oh yeah! <laughs> big big bull if, if, uh, if you had to pick a classic car that you could own, wait before you, before you finish that, uh, Vicky. Well, if Mark starts calling his penis a car, get out of bed. <laughs> <laughs> and if he starts calling you a kitty, you better run because that thing's gonna crash into your anus. Oh. But don't don't worry if he cries out, you go. Yeah 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 yeah. <laughs> this is an Optimus Prime big rig. <laughs> yeah, yeah, uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So Zach Wilde is playing with your penis, too. Yeah. Well, if Zach Wilde asked, I'd just have to sit, sit there and look shameful. Yeah, just, say, just ask him how long. <laughs> Please be Anyway, what, what I was saying was, <laughs> if you had to own a car, both of you, what car would you own? 
Are we talking like famous cars or any car? No, no, just, just, let's let's go with a classic. Let's any cla- like classic American muscle car. Well, it can be American. It can be anything. Uh, all day, every day, generally. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's this car in my childhood. I would kill people to own one of those cars. Yeah, that's a very nice car, man. I, I would have to say uh, the General Lee. Yeah, I, I forget what kind oh. of car the General Lee was. It was like a, I think it was a Pontiac or something. No, it was a Dodge Challenger. Was, Dodge was, Challenger. was it a Challenger? Charger. Was it Dodge? No, it was a Challenger. It's Challenger wants it. Yeah. Well, um, I, I would, it's Dodge. Yeah, yeah, it is a Dodge for sure. Amazing um, car. Yeah, it's shoot. I, I remember as a kid, man. That's, I always wanted one too, you know. But but I think the car that I want the most uh, ever since I was a little kid, ever since I've seen the car, uh, was a nineteen. Um, 19, oh, you're right. It is a Charger. Nineteen seventy four, nineteen seventy five, somewhere around there. I think it's nineteen seventy four and a half uh, Mustang. Oh, okay. Hard top, you know. I that's I I don't like I don't like the fastbacks and I don't really care for a soft top. So that would be what I'd want. Nice. The classic bullet car. Yeah, the Mustang that's bullet. That's a badass car too. Awesome. There's so many great movie cars. I mean, for me, uh, the 18 van, the GMC truck. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh yeah. The general, he has a Dodge Charger. I was right. Mm-hmm. I actually had a white van. I was. I wanted to paint, like, the uh, 18 van. <laughs> oh. You don't get <laughs> that kind funny. of van over here. Those kind of vans are usually driven by pedophiles and murderers. Right. Exactly. And so, same here. That's why he owned one. Yes. <laughs> Sliding door. <laughs> I had a little, I had a little window that said free candy. He did. He was like, what's a candy? Reminds me of the old Valentine's Day uh, poem. It's roses are red, violets are blue. I've got a knife. Get in the van. <laughs> <laughs> now that is I've, awesome. I've never heard that, and that is awesome. God, that is a tattoo if I ever saw one. Movie cars. Uh, yeah. Well, hey, you you think TV cars? You think Knight Rider? Well, yeah. Um, also, Back to the Future. Yeah, uh, DeLorean, 1981 DeLorean. Uh, do you, does anybody remember Knight Rider, uh, what was it, 5000? 2000. 2000 I thought was it was. 2000? I, I barely re- recall that at all. Was that a Mustang? It was, it was, yeah, it was, I think it was a Mustang. It was a Mustang, wasn't it? Yeah, I actually quite enjoyed that. It was shit. <laughs> yeah, the movie was shit. It really was. It was they had, uh, what was it, uh, Hasselhoff was cryogenically frozen. Oh, my God. And they thawed him out, and they took Kit, and they couldn't. They the car wasn't available, and they stuck him in the other car. Yeah, something so similar. <laughs> it was ridiculous. The first episode was him like passing the torch, wasn't it? Hasselhoff passing the torch, so to speak. Yeah, that's what it was. And they they were really hoping for a spin off of that, and it never took off. Nah, I watched the series of Knight Rider. Oh, yeah. dude, the the original Knight Rider was incredible. I mean, I've watched the, the series of this Knight Rider three thousand or something. Oh, really? All series, yeah. Oh, yeah, it was a Dodge Stealth he was driving. Was it? Yep, that was a, that was a Dodge Stealth in Knight Rider 3000. Yeah, the Transformer one. Yeah, and they had, uh, it was a, the car's special weapon was an EMP device. <laughs> yeah. Nice. Yeah. Wow, that was, was a good The fact that they used a bit of CG to make what it was essentially turbo boost and, and uh, <laughs> <laughs> unpicking locks for every episode. But I still watched it. Street. I know. Other other than other than the A Team van, if you had to pick a van, what would it be? Ooh, Hands down, Scooby Doo. Yeah. Wait, what? The mystery machine. 
Oh, okay. All right. Just wondering. I mean, there's a few other ones out there. I was just wondering if if anybody else would pick something other than the mystery machine. I mean, that that that's a classic one. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I see remakes of it all the time at car shows, but nobody really captures it. I mean, there's a turtle van. Uh, yeah. That was also a VW camper, wasn't it? Yeah, I think so. God. See, this is the sadness. I've been looking at stills for the new Turtles movie. It looks quite good, actually. Yeah, it looks fantastic. I did my usual trick of trolling <clears> through the toy, the toy line to see what everything's going to look like in the film. Yeah. did the same with Transformers, the new Transformers as well. I've checked out all the new toys for that, because I'm jumping with anticipation for that movie. Yeah, I hope it's going to be good. I, just can't I, didn't, so. I, know I didn't know they were doing a new Transformers. Yeah, dude. Go look look up the trailer, man. It, it's It's really... Really looks good. Man, they're Gosh. really keeping that toy line alive. Somebody yeah. needs to. I mean, it's I a mean, great it, toy it's, line. it's amazing. The, even the, uh, I've, I've sort of collect the masterpiece figures. The big oh, you boys. do? You do? Oh, when I've got the money, yeah. I was like, I'm impressed. Oh, I, do, I do like the masterpiece Transformers, even though I'm a child and I do sit here in Transformer. What was your first Transformer? Very, very first one. I think yeah. it was the original Generation 1 Optimus Prime. I That's think cool. he was, yeah, I got it for Christmas. I got the G1 Optimus Prime and Ratchet and Jazz, if I remember nice, right. Nice, nice. Well, this is a man who sat here with two giant Transformer insignias tattooed on his leg, so I can't really say I'm not that, a fan. That, that's true, you showed them to me last time. That's yeah, awesome. baby. I can't help uh, my first Transformer toy, I would have to say the very first, like, uh, Gen 1, I got um, Brawn. I got Cliff Jumper, um, Bumblebee, and I got Megatron. Well, see, this is what happens when 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 you have money, you get all these cool toys. No, dude, honestly, those the the first the first three were the size of a quarter. Yeah, the <laughs> top ones. Megatron's the only one that's the biggest. Megat- yeah, yeah, he was the one that was the most expensive, and then he was the one that turned into a gun, wasn't he? Yep, that's what I had. Yeah, yeah, and then to tank to avoid issues with him being a gun. Yeah, now you can't get him anymore. It sucks. There are some Megatrons that are guns, but uh, they've had to make them obviously not a replica gun anymore due to the certain gun. It, it looked pretty dang real. Oh, it, I mean, was, it, was, it, it was impressive. Was yeah, it was impressive. The Masterpiece one's phenomenal. It even came with a scope. Yeah, it did. And a button and a big silencer. Yeah. See, them's the that was, that was great. Do you remember <laughs> when they started making the Gen, uh, the, the Gen toys where the GoBots attached to the Transformers? No, GoBots. GoBots were completely <laughs> different line. You know what you mean. Well, they were like they were like little transformers, but you could add on that would like turn into like an extra weapon. You're, you're talking. You're talking about um, target masters. Yeah, yeah. Target masters. That's right. Oh, okay. That's what they were. I always they were like GoBots. They were tiny. Oh, there's an anime of this. Uh, <laughs> it's ridiculous. Takara have got a line, and it's all identical, but they have to change the names. So it's instead of the Autobots and the Decepticons, it's the Cybertrons and the Deceptrons. Oh, you're fucking joking! And it's called the, the Headmaster Targetmaster type. Uh, one is called something like Transformers Super God Megaforce or something. <laughs> wow! I watched it open mouthed, and it's like proper gore and everything. People dying everywhere. That's incredible. What's the name yeah. of this? I'll have to I'll have to look it up where it's on. Please, uh, please, you have to send it to me. I'll, I'll, I'll hit my I'll face with my microphone. I heard that it was really good. 
I'm a, I was impressed of the smack that it made. I think metal. all of, Yeah, exactly. It brought the metal back to our cast. Speaking <laughs> of metal, uh, what, is, what are y'all's opinions on Metallica? Um, uh, yeah. Huge, right. dis- huge disappointment. Well, there's that, there's this huge, huge, apparently they just, uh, they just released uh, a new song. Yeah, Lords of Summer demo. That's what yeah. I hear. Which they're only, only played at like one location so far, um, on, on tour. And apparently everybody thought, oh, well, we, they keep calling in to, 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 to like XFM and they keep calling in the radio stations and they want this. The, the song isn't out. No. And apparently people are getting pissed because radio stations aren't playing the song. And now Metallica has said, we may not actually release it on an album. Of course they're not because people want it. So they're going to pull it back and hold it. And so the moves on. Yeah. Exactly, and, and then they'll release it later. Probably you can only get it if you buy one of the Metallica pinball machines. That's it's horrible. It, I mean, I did like the Black Album, but it sort of died after Unjustice for All for me. Did you really like the Black Album? Oh, the, the thing is, for did me, you, did you like the Black Album? Yeah, the first. Metallica. All right, give me your metal. Give me your yeah. metal stripes back. I'm, I'm sorry. I got. I got to say. I got to say with with him. I I I enjoyed the Black Album. Because that, that Black Album, when it came out, that year it came out, was that that was the album. That was, that, as we talked about earlier, man, that was the Beastie Boys License to Ill of that, that year. No, dude. I, I it was entertaining. It was, it was of Wolf and Man. It was all of those songs. I'd never heard of something until then. I'd only seen T-shirts. Okay, look, don't get me wrong, to be honest with you. Uh, there are a few good songs on that record, and, and 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 some of them I do like. But in my eyes, that just destroyed that band. It was it was a, it was a it was a transition album for me. I mean, from from Ride the Lightning, Justice for All, all those albums to that as as a as as a band, as, as seeing them as as a growing entity in the music genre. I mean that 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 was a transition album that really needed to be identified. After that, you can have it. Yeah. But that album to me, that was that that just showed them as artists to me as we can change because we can we're we're you know they're diverse at that point. After that, they became crap. kind of crap exactly. But that was it. That was the period at the end of the sentence for me was the Black Album. I wanted to see and still want to see what Metallica would have been if Dave Mustaine would have stayed. I would love to see that too. If they would have stayed the same, they wouldn't be where they are right now. You think? I I I Probably really dead. feel that. <laughs> I I really feel that. I think you would not know Metallica. You would only know Megadeth. Uh, I don't As, know. I, I think they'd all be dead. They would have made an amazing few albums that were like groundbreaking albums in metal, and then they'd all would have died of overdoses or car crashes or something. Yeah, I mean, I I really don't think Metallica keeping on the path that they were at would have had the staying power after that, at that point. I don't oh, think they would have. I don't know, I don't know. turned into that band where we only play our old songs. I mean, I'm glad, you know? get, I'm glad that sort of Dave ended up taking the path he did and having a good cry with James about it in the end. But I, I prefer Megadeth. I always have done. Well, yeah, they're, they're a more technical sound band, and in my opinion, Megadeth is a better musician's band. It is a musician's yeah. band, but but, but but Metallica is a more um, everyone kind of metal. 
mainstream. It is, and, uh, but but you need that band because without bands like that, <coughs> it so only becomes acceptable to those playing that type of music. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You need to keep the ma- mainstream has turned into a bad word. But without mainstream, you can't have you can't have highs and you can't have the lows. You you got to have that constant line to to you know they were they were at the top and then they plateaued. Now where they went from their plateau, what I'm calling plateau would be the black album. Where they went from there is, is you know they went mainstream, but they kept that line steady and it gave the opportunity for bands coming up to go. Oh well, we want to go. This way, we want to go this way. You know, it, it gave them other bands that idolized them at one point a direction to follow. You know, but it kept the other yeah. people. It kept the other people going. Oh yeah, oh metal. Oh, I think Metallica. It kept it kept that idea of metal to me. You know, for I you understand know. the point, but to me, it's more. Don't get. I, I can see the fact that they opened a lot of people's eyes to metal and were a sort of gateway drug, if you want, into getting people into different things or maybe heavier or more technical or whatever but for me it's when bands like that they they sort of capture you like with Unjustice and Master of Puppets and Ride the Lightning sure phenomenal albums then they sell out and I don't know if it's personal growth as, as a band and musical growth as a band or them making a conscious decision to make money well, well, I think it turned into a conscious decision to make money because it, 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 yeah, it could be a little bit of both, but primarily I think it evolved into to the money aspect. Um, you figure um, Lars uh, took all his money, well, not all of it, but a good portion of it, invested it in uh, um, masterpiece arts. Uh, he owns Picassos, he owns Renoirs, he owns all yep. these, ma- these these paintings, and he, he leases them out to museums. He, he invested well. This band, in my, okay, Metallica turned into Kiss. They, 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 were, they became masters of investment Shit. into themselves. Well, yeah, but, they, came, but they, they, they became great businessmen out of it. Not better musicians, but great businessmen. But well, that's when you're looking at it from the average person's point of view. I'm looking at it from a, a real massive fan. Metallica, even now, uh, sure. influence on what I do as a musician. But it's like when you look at them and they get you to that point, and it's it's a very selfish opinion as well, but they get you to that point and you think, this is amazing, this is amazing, and then they just go, well, we want to make money, so fuck you. Well, what if what if, if you look at it backwards... And now what I mean backwards is, if you look at it is, okay, there is a 14-year-old boy, right? He heard the latest, the, the only Metallica album he's heard is the last one, right? So he grows. Now, Metallica hasn't put another album out. And he's like, oh, I wonder what else these guys have done. And they travel back. So let's, let's, let's equate Metallica to weed, all right? So really? Metallica right now is like really cheap weed, right? And we go backwards. We get to the black album. It's like, oh, this is pretty good gunge. So we move from the gunge, and we go, oh, wow, we got some coke. Oh, cool. We got Ride the Lightning. Oh, cool. And we get to the the good stuff when it was like, man, I'm hooked now. This is heroin. Metallic is awesome. Yeah, but then you get to that point, and you think, oh, this is amazing. And then you look back at the back catalog and think, oh, no. True. But I mean, again, using something you said is Metallica is a gateway drug. Yeah. From, you know. It, if you work it backwards, it is a gateway drug, but it's bringing younger generation back into 
a heavier metal. Yeah, totally. I can I can see that, and don't get me wrong. There's a type, there's a place for everything in the music industry. But what I'm saying is, I'm not I'm not talking about them finding that band and then sidestepping when they've got to their most musically awesome. I mean, once they get to the end of that line and realise that this band was amazing but is now a pile of shit. Well, but it's up to them to make that decision. So I mean, I mean, at least they got them interest. Oh, definitely. Like I say, I think it's all got its place. I mean, uh, another band you can compare to that. Just look at Fallout Boy. All right. Um, I just want to (laughs) say. I just want to say, anybody that is our age that's played music has been influenced by Metallica. There's oh, no ifs, ands, and buts about that because Metallica has been a groundbreaker for years. But what really, honestly, pissed me off about that band was when the fan base was saying, <clears throat> was saying that, you know, hey man, what are you doing? You're changing your style. You know, it's not what we're expecting from you. And, then we don't really, you know, we don't really care for it. And Metallica said, basically, they basically told us to fuck off because they, they were yeah, like, they, they did. They, they were did. like, they, you know what? Um, we're gonna put this this shit out because we feel like it. This is what we want to do, and this is garbage. And they knew it was garbage because they even said the reason they put out that album, the Reload, is because people were complaining how bad Load was. And that, that was just an awful title for a song or an album. Reload, yeah. really? I mean, in no, I got, I got to agree. I'm, 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 I'm not, I'm not defending them as, as the progression went. I was just explaining, in, in my thought process on to that point of, of um, the Black album, uh, what I felt they were going for. Bro, you know? what are you doing? I'm, I'm sorry, my, my East. My e-cigarette thing is fucked up. Oh, your crack pipe fell out of your mouth, so you gotta freak out about it. <laughs> Hold that upright like that. See if you can screw that back on without it falling. Thank you. Um, but I have a. I want to quote someone. Not not. I'm not gonna say his name because Rum's feedback in with the with the e-cig. Is his last name Stump? No, but uh, I, we were talking about Metallica, and I'm just scrolling through Facebook, and somebody posted, "Dear Metallica." I'd rather commit suicide by shoving a knife through my chest before listening to the shitty new music you just posted. A butter knife at that. <laughs> well, that seems kind of harsh, doesn't it? No. No. Have you heard the song? No, I have not. No, I haven't listened to Metallica uh, since, uh, I think, the last album I I got. You know, I went through that. You remember the, the do they still have the Columbia Music thing? Where you get like fifteen albums for like a penny, you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, I don't know. Well, anyway, that was the last time I did it, and I got the Garage Incorporated album, the one, the the new version one. Yeah, yeah, with the with the whiskey in a jarro. Yeah, Garage Days Revisited. Yeah, that's yeah, that was the last one I bought, and and that's another, and I got it for like, a penny. That's another kind of like uh, piss on you, old fans kind of thing. You know, it's like okay, we're gonna we're gonna re-release. Garage Days, and call it Garage Days Re-Revisited. Yeah, and it's just like creamy well, more. Yeah. Was that the only Garage Days album they put out? Was that one? No, they had a Garage Days uh, that came out right after um, 
um, right after Puppets, Master of Puppets. It was Garage. Oh, I didn't know that. I didn't. I didn't know any of that. I just. Yeah. I just got that one. It was a two CD thing, and it had uh, the reason I got it. Uh, quite honestly, was because there was a cover of King Diamond on it. Right, right. That was, that was all the re-revisited one, I believe. Uh, but the original Garage Days had cover like a bunch of covers on it, but it was like the Misfit stuff and stuff like that, and it was actually really good. And it was one of those things where. You know, actually, the cassette sells on eBay for like seven hundred dollars right now. Yeah, That's insane for the original influences. One, it was like their actual influences as a band. Right. Well, what what UK band uh, do you feel? Um, well, let's let's exclude Black Sabbath. Just let's get them out of there. Uh, other UK band that really molded metal music for you? I made them without a yeah. shadow of doubt. Iron Maiden. I should have. I, I should have taken out Iron Maiden. That was too easy. Iron, Iron Maiden molded metal music for me. I mean, that was, dude. All right, all right. Get rid of Iron Maiden. Get rid of Iron Maiden. Who else? Judas Priest. There you go. I keep forgetting about. Yeah, you know, well, actually, Judas Priest molded metal for me because that was the first metal album I ever bought. Was uh, British Steel. British Steel. Yes. I think part a British band that changed music for me was Carcass. Yeah. Carcass. Nice. Ooh, Carcass. Yeah. I mean, I was listening to, you know, you sort of maidens and things like that that were passed down from my brother. And then he handed me the, the vinyl album of Carcass's second album. Nice. Wasn't, um, wasn't, there a, wasn't there a band called Black Raven? Or mm, Raven? Doesn't sound familiar. No, I'm not sure. I swear um, there, was a, there was a UK band called Raven or Black Raven. Hey, if you're listening to the MHOG podcast, which you know you are. Nobody knows what anybody saved. Um, uh, also, uh, what the hell was it? Um, and I always like bands like Saxon and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, another another band that I could I could say that kind of blew me away. Needless to say, it was like when I was first like, discovering other genres of metal. Uh, I would say Morbid Angel. When I first heard that, oh, I was Morbid just, Angel, of course. Ulcers of Madness. Yes, dude. When I first heard that. I was blown away. I was like, what the fuck? By the way, uh, Raven is a British band. It wouldn't surprise me. a metal me. band. Way to go, Mark. Way to go. Uh, origin was Newcastle, England. Ah. 1974 to present. Home of Venom. Venom! That's oh, also, Venom. That's another band, dude. Come on, how can we forget Venom? That was heavy metal. Uh, yeah, that's the Venom was like the godfathers of black metal, dude. That's Amy, Amy says Morbid Angel and Slayer for her. Nice, good choices, good choices. I think Amy's favorite Slayer album was uh, was it? Uh, God damn it, what was it? Was it South of Heaven? No. What? This what was the song on it? Was uh. Hello, Eights. Black. Yeah, it was it. It was that um, the song that had the little kids' voices in the background. Little kids, little voices in the background. The one where they were, uh, as like the that was like the opening track on the CD. Yeah. Yeah, that's Hello Waits. Okay. All right, that was it. Yes, that was an awesome. Hello Waits is one of my favorite records too. Yes, Amy, Amy Zumba's to that. Yeah, that's fucking incredible. Two oh, Amy Kickboxes to that. I'm sorry. It's like two game changers for me were Anthrax and Public Enemy when I bought the first single for that. Nice. Which that was a game changer. <laughs> Oh, that that was an interesting collaboration right there. It was good though. It was good. It, it was good. I can't say it wasn't. Uh, it's it's much better than the Run DMC Aerosmith collaboration. Yes, yes. Ouch! I can't stand that pile of shit song. Hey man, walk this way, all right? Come on. Walk it. 
this way. Load this way. Come on now. <laughs> Just well, give me a kiss. Look at my lips. Have you ever seen Steve Tyler when he did that American pop idol X Factor, whatever it was? Judging. Oh, God, yes. The yeah. man was fucking predator. Like, any woman that walked in front of him, he was like, hi, and they were just dropping in front of him. Isn't that ridiculous? Unbelievable. The well, dude you know, he puts acid out in the, in the punch bowl out in the, <laughs> in the lobby, and everybody just takes it. That's the only thing I can think of that would cause anybody to go, oh, my God, you're so sexy. You look like a freaking wax figure. Of yourself. Of yourself, yeah. <laughs> Madame Trousseau just did your face. It's like if you got sp- sliced alone and put him on an emergency AIDS diet and then <laughs> dressed him up in his mum's clothes and then he dressed him <laughs> Oh, that's a nice image. I-, I like the whole emergency AIDS. That's fucking great. Well, you don't want regular AIDS, so you need emergency AIDS for the fast treatment. That's right. <laughs> That's so awful. It is awful, but it's really funny, and and that's what we bring here on the MHOG podcast. Horribly, horribly funny stuff. It's early in the morning for me. I haven't been to bed. I've got to get up very early, and you woke me up. Well, I sat on my settee doing shit all. You shat on your sofa? Yeah, pretty much. You better really. You better not say that out loud because you're. you're that's gonna leave a mark. Your your lovely, lovely Miss Vicky will punch you in the face. No, she's too too into Facebook at the minute, scrolling oh. through the phone. She's 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 hate facing me right now. <laughs> she is actually hate facing you right now. <laughs> Come on, that's Vicky's new thing, hate facing. If if looks could kill, she would have like Cyclops style vision. We'd all be dead. Yeah, there'd be massive holes in the floor everywhere it's where sweet. people used to be. Instead of extremely anus. pleasant. She is extremely know. pleasant. I'm Don't sure she's, you know, she likes long walks on the beach. That's right. It's you know, like space, space Taco Kitty Rider. And, and all out beautiful, a beautiful comparison to what Vicky is, if you can get this into your head. You know, she has Jean, to be a wonderful person to put up with you. Definitely. Well, you know Jean Grey out of X-Men? Yes. It's Jean Grey and the Phoenix. Perfect. Nothing wrong with that. You know what I mean? Yeah. One, one's lovely, and the other one is... Apparently you want something because you're being really nice. No. She, she's a lovely lady. Don't look at me like that, my love. <laughs> Don't look at me with those laser beam eyes that are burning through my skull. I look like something off scanners. Your love is burning, I'm burning. <laughs> <laughs> oh, bad times. Bad times on the MHOG podcast. Yeah, yeah, we're, we're getting him beat. Like, when we go off, off this radio, you can hear, Oh, oh I was only kidding! <laughs> It'd be like Jazzy Jeff on the Fresh Prince getting fucking thrown out the front door by himself. <laughs> wow, you, you said Jazzy Jeff. You did. Hey, I'm a, you know full well I'm, I'm quite a big hip-hop fan. I know, but, but even you saying the word Jazzy Jeff and hip-hop don't go together. Well, that's Are true. you a big hip-hop fan? He is. Yeah, I am indeed. Are you familiar with hip-hop Dougie Fresh? Are you? With, with who? Dougie Fresh? Yeah. Three minutes, Dougie Fresh, you're on. All right, I want to hear him sing a couple lines from Ladi Dadi. Go ahead. Ladi Dadi, free John Gotti. No. <laughs> free John Gotti. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
Uh, that must be the remix. Yeah. I, I couldn't sing your shit right now. Laddie daddy, who likes to party? We don't cause trouble. We don't <laughs> bother nobody. <laughs> Come on, man. Man. I've never pictured you for a hip-hop fan. Well, it's like Ice-T uh, and Ice Cube, so like the original gangster era and things like that. As a kid. You know, if you take Ice Cube and Ice-T and with a little bit of vanilla ice, you got a really tasty beverage. You do. <laughs> you can't put vanilla ice into this conversation. He's <laughs> an ice. He's an ice, ice baby. Did you ever see the film? It's cold. Did you see the film with Vanilla Rice in it? I did not. I, I, I've always wanted to watch it, but I never... Which one? I think it's... Is it Cool as Ice or Cold as Ice or something? Oh, like Cold as Ice, yeah. yeah. And it's just Vanilla Rice riding around on his motorbike, pretty much, for the entire film. Yes, I actually watched it. I like Vanilla Ice, man. Oh, it's fucking horrible. He, he was on... I think he was on, like, Big Brother or something over here. Do you guys I mean, get that? You know, he has a metal band now. Yeah, he does. No way. Yeah, yes. it's actually really pretty decent, man. You gotta check it out. He's got a huge metal metal following. No way, I'll have to check that out. He he missed his calling. I I, I know he made his money, but he missed his calling early. Yeah. When when, when he sings, he he sounds a lot like uh, Jonathan Davis. That's not a good thing. I, I wasn't gonna say Jonathan Davis. I was I was thinking more of a a cross between um, I don't know. His metal band kind of puts you in the mind of like. Uh, if you took uh, five finger five finger death punch and mix it with King's X, wow! Yeah, I can kind of see that. I'm just looking at my phone here, and it's saying they're called Hard to Swallow. Surely that can't be correct. That that is that is the album. Yes, Hard to Swallow. Oh dear! It's actually a good record, man. You got to check it out, especially the metal version of Ice Ice Baby. I was listening to the metal version of House of the Rising Sun tonight. It is wrong. Oh, that, that's five finger death punch. I've heard it was pretty bad. It was weird. Oh, it's fucking hilarious. It is really, really weird. I was not expecting them to to do that as a cover. Oh, I mean, it's they did hilarious. a remake of um, they did a remake of uh, Bad Company. Bad Company, yeah, that, that was all right. Yeah, that wasn't bad. <laughs> but then all of a sudden, they came out with House of the Rising Sun. I'm like, what? Okay, you know, well, I mean, there are, there are certain things that bother me about this day and age of music, is the fact that now Vanilla Ice got in trouble. Because he used a fucking bass line in a song, okay? From Under Pressure. Um, under pressure. Right. But nowadays... It's sampling. The only, the only way people are famous is because they come out with a cover now. Yeah. Oh, you it's know what it is? There's a fascination with covers. Yeah, but it's killing me, dude. I'm like, write your own fucking music, dude. It's totally perpetuated by this X-Factor, American Idol type yeah. mentality. Yeah. Every time... It's like let's let's see. Oh, we've got this individual artist, and we want to treat them like an individual. Sing some covers, well, and it's yeah, just like I mean, it's that, that seems to be the way the the way of the world anymore. It's but I, I got to say, I fall into it. If you guys don't, I mean, I I watch, I go onto YouTube and just look up cover songs just to see who does a weird cover. There's cover songs and there's copies or well, like songs for the sake of it, not because you love the song. Right, there's a big difference. There is a difference. I I, I, I give you that. There's definite difference. But I, I like to see. I like to see when I'm like on YouTube. I, I go and uh, like. Well, like there's this. You know, there's this 16 year old person or whatever, and it's like, holy shit, that's coming out of that kid. That's awesome. That's fucking amazing. But when you've got 30 of them stood up on a stage doing it just to get famous. Yeah, that, I mean that's different. That, that's taking the shortcut to. To being a star, do you know what I mean? Or to being famous. 
Yeah, like, uh, what is it, Alien Act Form? The only reason they got famous is because they covered Michael Jackson. Yep. That's it. Best Michael Jackson cover is by a band called The Civil Wars. Best Michael Jackson cover was by us. Best Michael Jackson cover, Chris Cornell, Billy Jean, Acoustic. Nice. That was good, too. Bring in the knowledge. Bring in the knowledge. You're bringing something. you got to bring something, man, other than, you know, bad concert experiences. (laughs) Bad concert experiences. Well, funnily enough, Rum, as you say that, I've had many bad concert experiences, one of which happened recently. It took me an hour to get off the car park. An hour! (laughs) (laughs) You know, Fall Out Boy has a lot of fans. They really do. They're huge. One thing I will say, Fall Out Boy, Patrick Stump did an album by himself, and he wrote it, produced it, played every single instrument on it, everything. Is it called Stumpy? I was going to say, is it called Stumpy? That's so weird. <laughs> Get out of my head. Wittily, it's called Soul Punk. Oh. Oh, that's awful. I would have gone with Stumpy. Stumpy Plays the Blues would have been way better. Stumpy Plays the Blues. That's amazing. <laughs> bow, bow, bow. I know what my songs do in the dark. Yeah, bow, yeah. Bow. I play for the Fall Out Boy. Bow, bow, bow. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm going to you with a bullet. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Fucking awesome. I, I, I did go to a good show this past weekend. Oh, what did you go see? I went to see Goldor play. And yep. Oh, I hear they're good. They were fantastic. Are you familiar with that band there, Mark? Oh, yeah. Goldor, a great band. Yeah, um, actually, I'm I'm pretty decent friends with the singer and the guitar player. And uh, um, Name dropping. No, I just I didn't hear sound. I, did, I didn't name I didn't name anybody, but uh, we were. Uh, they played at the Twist of Lime, and uh, it was a impromptu show because these guys are from here, so it was kind of like they were supposed to play in um, New Mexico, and the show got canceled. Well, they got so, a flat tire, one of the two. So they decided to do an impromptu show here with um, buddies of ours. Of course, the House of Goats opened up the show, so that was really cool. So so wait wait the House of Goats opened up for Goldor yes that seems really awesome. bad no dude that is like that is like the perfect match no I mean uh, uh, House of Goats is awesome don't get me wrong but by title wise title wise it just seems you know House of Goats and Goator you know it just seems really kind of weird supported by Goat Pimp oh yeah I was thinking something like that or House on Fire. <laughs> but no, it was it was a fucking phenomenal show, dude. That Goldor put on basically a clinic of you know how to operate a band. I mean, they were fucking great. They were great. It's also it, when you see a band like that come back to the roots and just smash it. Yeah, and, and I mean, it was, it's a little venue. It's not like they're playing any gigantic venue here. You know, it was a small venue. It was fucking packed, and. It was, I mean, it was just incredible, you know, and they so, all hung out after. We hung out for a while and stuff like that. So, so you you kind of come down for uh, May 9th? May 9th? Yeah. May 9th. Metal prom. Metal prom? This is a new full, concept. We're having full metal prom. Yes. It's no a way. show we're putting on at uh, Southport Hall. Yep, on May 9th. And it's going to be prom with a twist, a, with a twist which is full on metal. Yes. Nice. Yes, we have... So it's uh, going to be metal formal wear, so tuxes and shorts and camos and ripped tees, and um, it's going to be awesome. We're going to be, you know, covered in blood and glitter. It's going to be great. 
That sounds like a good night. Yeah, we'll be, man. Yeah. Y'all should fly in. Yeah. And, and I think we can get you on the venue. I think we can do it. Excellent. Just leave my name on the door. I'm pretty sure I'll get there. No, no. We, you know, we, need, we need some skeletal damage here in the U.S. That's yeah. what I'm saying. Honestly, love to play. Obviously. Love, love to play. I think it'd be great. I leave think you all have buses over there. You should get on a bus and then transfer when you cross over into the border. After you take a boat, apparently, whatever. And then, how the hell does it get over? (laughs) Just, you know, there's a transfer fee, whatever, and just come down. It won't cost much. You know, we can even start a Kickstarter for you or something. We need to get you here. We need to get some skeletal damage going. I just come for the the food. For the food? Fine. We won't even pay you. We'll just give you some po' boys. (laughs) We'll give you some po' boys and and some hot pockets, and you'll be set. Hot pockets. Oh, we have uh, those toaster pocket things. Is that the yes. same thing? Yeah. Yes, exactly. We'll give you hot pockets. We're cold on the outside and lava in the middle. Yes, yeah, so they're fucking because they're called hot. That's the fun. It's 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 mad. It's like a mystery. It's like, oh, can I eat it? No, I don't know. And then you bite it. You're like, oh, my face is melting. That's, that's the fun. Great. Of hot pockets. Right for you, bro. you're the danger guy. You're like I am facing death Dang- every corner. Actually, quarter. danger is my middle name. All right, fucking Austin Powers. Rum danger, mom. Stop sucking on your dick there, Rum. <laughs> You're just jealous I'm flexible. Yeah, you wish you were that flexible, you fuck. I'm so flexible. I'm like a fucking Cirque du Soleil guy. Yeah, yeah, you're a circus of something. I'm climbing up a ribbon to the ceiling right now. Yeah, I'm climbing up. Fuck you. <laughs> no, but seriously, I would I would love to have your band down here. I think it would be great. I would, I would personally, financially kick in a good, like, what, 10 bucks? What would I do? I'd kick something in. Yeah. I would get you down here. That's not even, like, 10 whole English pounds. No, it's would, not. Uh, it's $10. I don't do, I don't do exchange rates. <laughs> so, I cannot do the so exchange that means, rates. That means he, like, gave you, like, two quarters. I'm a poor American. I can't afford that. But we should rally. And if everybody pitched in 10 bucks, we could probably just get flying down here. You don't sit on stage and let him scream things. Yes. It'd be like a crazy, crazy UK guy with Tourette's on stage. Well, if the next album's anywhere near as good as I think it might be, you never know. It could be a possibility. I want you guys here. We will will get you a venue. We will get you a huge that's it. The only the only way I'll turn up is if you do have a car and a cat on stage. I'll do it. I will we'll do whatever. I'll get. I'll figure out a way to do it. I'll actually super glue a fucking cat, uh, um, a, a Hot Wheel to a car uh, to a cat's ass if you want. And, but well, you have to promise to bring Miss Vicky with you. Yes. Just yeah. take her in a suitcase. And 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 and, and the uh, and the clones. You have to bring them. No oh, clone singular. Oh. Only one clone. Well, by then, who knows? You may have more than one. Well, you never know. Yeah. Or you could just find one that looks like y'all. <laughs> Steal it. <laughs> just take it with me. Still hang out of the sh- like at a grocery or something and just steal a baby. Whatever. Just bring two. Just fashion an extra two out of puppy. Yeah, you know, it's easy. You know, bada bing, bada boom, you're done. You're done. Just bring them. Well, Rum, why don't you tell the lovely folks out there who's playing on this metal prom, but we know it's not skeletal damage, unfortunately, but... It is not skeletal damage. Uh, um, I'm trying to remember. Give me a second. You don't even remember. I do. I know uh, House of Goats is playing. Yes, but they're playing second. The opening. They are playing second. Uh, opening is um, formerly known as 
people on the side. People on the side, which their new name is? Operation Overlord. Operation Overlord, exactly. I was just testing you. Yeah, yeah. Hey. And uh, it? it's a good name. Uh, headlining the gig is... Um, um, it, they are a thrash metal cover band by the name of Disciples, Disciples of Thrash. They'll play. They'll be playing old, old tunes for you. You know, Slayer, Metallica, Megadeth, Anthrax, uh, Flotsam and Jetson. Um, you, you you name it. These guys will be playing. They're very good. They're over, very good at what they do. Overkill, uh, Testament. You know, I mean, Danger. Danger. Yes. That's like Heaven's Jukebox. It is, and they are phenomenal. They're great. That's the name of my next band, by the way, Heaven's Jukebox. Yes. Excellent. Would that be some kind of folk band? It is. It is. That, uh, with former members of Terracotta and Foxurin. And Cat P. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like a Frank Zappa album list. It does. <laughs> <laughs> with special guest appearance by Moon Unit. Yes, and Flan. Flan. Not Flan. 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 Because he is not wiggly and jiggly. Yes. No, ladies, sounds, he is not. The way Rum says it, it sounds so much more flamboyant. Flan. <laughs> Flan. Sounds like a dance instructor. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but the wrong kind of dance instructor. I <laughs> do sort of dancing, and that's rotating my head. <laughs> rotate your head? Yeah, windmill. That's impressive. I can't rotate my head. Not like your exorcist sort of shit. That's pretty bad. It's on 23 of the Kama Sutra. Maybe you should look it up. Yeah. No wonder the magic... No wonder we call you the magic man. (laughs) (laughs) Well, anyway, guys, we're going to have to cut this short, which is... Short? It's not really short. We've been on there for like two hours. Uh, Too bad bad the people out there won't get the full two hours. That's their problem. That's right. Radio gold. (laughs) But... Mark, thanks for coming back on the show again. More than welcome. Um, I will be getting with you soon because we are going to do an exclusive episode with you that will only air on a CD. Uh, we're gonna we're gonna be giving away discs at this year's um, uh, Free Comic Book Day, and the only way you're gonna get this episode is if you come see me and Adam at Free Comic Book Day. To get it, and it's going to be an exclusive episode with you on it, Mark. All right. Uh, yeah, and we're only doing two other episodes that are going to be exclusive to the disc, and it'll be one with our friend Vernon Smith, the artist uh, and writer of Hyde, and we're going to do another episode with our friend and everybody's friend, Tim Lottie. You know, every, everybody knows Tim Lottie and his famous stories of his penis, but we're going to have an exclusive story on the CD. About that's, his penis. That's amazing. I don't know if it'll be about his penis, but I, I'm pretty sure it will be brought up. <laughs> but, um, but, you know, Tim Lottie, everybody knows who he is. He's the artist and writer of um, Night Stars. Phenomenal comic book I read it the other day. That's good. That's good. But, again, Mr. Mart, thank you so much for coming on, dude. I appreciate, you know, you staying up and running thank your you mouth. Thank you so much. Thank you, Miss Vicky. Thank you, Vicky. We love you, Vicky. She says you're welcome. She's so sweet. She and is. In her stuffed up English accent. It says, poor lady, full of cold. Well, yeah. Thanks for having us anyway, guys. It's been a damn good fun. Yeah, man, it's awesome. And it's good. Again, I was your host, Wayne. Adam is not here. And I'm the rum guy. And remember, ladies and gentlemen, to... Keep it... 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 Keep
thank you for tuning in to the MHOG podcast where no subject is sacred. Tune in next week for another fucking incredible show. Adieu, adieu, parting is such sweet sorrow. Go ahead and run. Run home and cry to mama. Get the fuck out. Okay then. That's it. <laughs>